Today's program is brought to you by Magic Mind, the world's first productivity drink. Well, that's a bold claim, but this is a bold drink that fits all its essential ingredients into a two-ounce shot. Proven ingredients like lion's mane for memory, elasticity, cordyceps mushrooms for natural energy, and essential hormones like vitamin D3. Did you know that roughly 80% of Americans are vitamin D deficient? Another reason to make Magic Mind a part of your morning routine or evening, I don't judge. Whatever you do at night is your business. Just make Magic Mind a part of it. Now here's some things they asked me to say. A two ounce shot gives you five to seven hours of sustainable productivity. Our magical combinations of 12 active ingredients, including nootropics and adaptogens, is scientifically designed by experts to improve energy, focus, mood, productivity, and decrease stress. Carbon Neutral USA startup based in Silicon Valley, so far we've helped over 5,000 people with procrastination, fatigue, brain fog, ADD, and much more. More info can be learned at magicmind.co slash learn and at magicmind on Instagram. 10% off if you enter your email, plus additional discounts if you get a subscription. Once again, magicmind.co. Try it for two weeks and feel the difference for yourself. To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. No, I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody likes Blanche. Because Blanche was a pig who took it. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? Who the f- is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? A lot to blame on the news. It's a lot to blame on Anthony Fauci, that f- Italian leprechaun. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f- yourself. Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, recorded here from not the spare parts studio. Uh, recorded here from the jacuzzi at the Harbor Crest Inn in York, Maine. Cheers to all of you who made it through the new year without ripping your hair out because you read one bad article about this, that, or the other thing. So here we are doing another shorty podcast to start out the new year. Um, like, subscribe, share, donate to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. This episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to approve of this, but if you're looking for a pick-me-up throughout the day and make your brain smarter with energy, go to magicmind.co slash learn for more information. Once again, magicmind.co slash learn for more information. Magic Mind, tie it for two weeks and feel the difference for yourself. I got, I just pounded one and I got one more left at the Spare Part Studio and that wraps up my sponsorship with them. It's been a great run. Uh, been great. I love feeling smart, if only for eight hours. Um, so we are starting off the new year um, by just uh, taking a little bubble bath. Mm. You might be asking yourself, well, if you're here, where is that super expensive dog that you went to court over? Well, this just so happens to be at the York Harbor Inn, there is a building specifically for doggos. So as I sit here in this giant 92-gallon jacuzzi tub with a bottle of cognac, um, to the left of me is the door. And beyond that is a king-size bed. And on top of that king-size bed in a fleece blanket that I happen to bring with me is a 
70-pound North Carolina plot hound who is sound asleep. i got to be careful leaning out here too much. I don't want my balls to pop out on TV. <laughs> um, so he is sound asleep on the bed in the beautiful Harborcrest Inn, which is 30 seconds down the road from the actual hotel. Um, they give you a little nice doggy bowl and a, and a water bowl right in the bathroom area. So they, they keep your pupper in mind. Um, he stayed here before, and he's an absolute gem to uh, you know hang out with. So I'm glad to bring him up here. I'm glad to spend a nice, beautiful evening on Maine's beautiful seacoast, which is about about 20 minutes from the uh, well, it's about 20 minutes from New Hampshire's beautiful seacoast, which is about 20 minutes from the Spare Parts Studio. So mm. getting lubed up. No coffee for this podcast. I would like to cheers to masculinity. On December 24th, there was a massive storm, which took out millions of residents and power and heating and plumbing and cars and, and, and fireplaces and radio communications and cellular telephone communications and automobiles on the side of the road and, oh my God, chaos. How are we ever going to go and see our families and have power and and eat food and cook it and not freeze to fucking death. I get it. Who saved the day? Men. Because at the end of the goddamn day, when you need shit to get done, when the whole world goes to crap because of a heavy rainstorm, which turned into a snowstorm, which turned into a fucking hurricane, which turned into Greta Thunberg, you need guys to get shit done. So do us all a favor. Cheers to the man in your life. Big, small, tall, short, six-pack abs, chubby widow belly, chubby woo-woo-woo-woo-woo belly. Give that man a hug. Because I got to tell you something. I didn't hear any bitches complaining Christmas weekend. Unless you were on a flight from, uh, on, a, on a Southwest flight going somewhere and all your shit got canceled. Well, I don't know what to tell you about that one. That's the government. And that's Southwest Airlines. That's a corporation. So don't blame me for that. But when it comes to power and heating and not having your pipes freeze and explode when it warms back up and not having your dog freeze to death, eh, you got to hand it to you. Men are still pretty useful. Have to hand it to you. Men are still pretty useful. You know, the men who went up the towers and put the cables back in, the men who went out to the telephone poles and turned the power back on, the men who went inside your home and inspected your plumbing and heating lines, the men who, you know, went and towed your, tr your fucking Subaru Forester out of the ditch because you put it there because you don't know how to drive. To the men who restored radio and cellular telephone communications. To those men out there. I didn't hear anybody complaining. Oh, now I can't tweet on my freaking slave labor telephone about how bad we have it. Yeah, that's because men allowed that to happen. Okay. I don't want to hear it anymore. That was, I thought about that really long and well about, okay, are we really bad people? Do we do dumb shit? Well, all humans do dumb shit. And when you really think about it, it's like, okay, the lights are out. There's no heat. It's freezing cold. People are on the side of the road. It's everyone's in a panic. What do we do? Who shows up? The guy. At the end of the day, whether he's paid or not, the true man, the true masculine is the one that showed up. Do I sound like Andrew Tate right now? I don't know. Maybe a little. 
True, he's going through some tough stuff right now, and he doesn't have the only way he's going to get from point A to point B is with Romanian Uber. But still, at this point, he's kind of right. How else are we going to get shit done? We're going to stare at the at the piece of trash that's laying on the side of the road, complaining about it. Or are you going to go walk over and pick it up? You know, I don't have this. This isn't scripted. This is just to be perfectly honest. This is the one thing I was truly thinking about. It's like you know what? Fuck you. I don't want to hear. About one more person complain about men. I, I, I watched this. Um, have you ever heard of a guy named Aziz or Aziz, or Aziz Masculine? It puts all these compilations together about like um, if that men are supposedly useless and men are men are weak. We're supposed to be worker ants. We're not supposed to be dominant. We're supposed to be submissive. And it's like, um, okay, first of all, how do we get shit done then? How do we get stuff done? How does test? How, how do you get on in this world without testosterone? Who's gonna build those robots that take over the world eventually? Morons like me with a higher IQ. Morons like me who are sitting in a giant puddle of warmth, drinking mid-grade cognac. It was on the top shelf, but I mean, you know, cognac's overrated. It actually tastes kind of grapey, but to me, it's got the most flavor. To me, it's way better than bourbon. I don't know how you guys drink bourbon. I don't know how you do it. It's just like, mmm, tree. Mmm, with a hint of grass. Mmm, I feel like picking a fight. I don't I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you do it. It's, to me, it doesn't it doesn't evoke the right emotions. Like, to me, champagne make invokes evokes happiness and a really bad sugar headache. To me, wine makes you kind of reflect, makes you sleepy, makes you kind of sad, a little bit. Cognac is like, I'm pretending to be rich tonight. <laughs> and then there are other, but uh, bourbon, I just feel like there should be fight music playing in the background. Ooh, I'm getting a bit of a sweaty, getting a bit of a sweaty. I feel like one of the 12 percenters right now. Here we go, white privilege, yay. So yeah, we're just hanging out here. I didn't know how to start the new year off. I didn't know how we're, as we're going towards my 300th episode of the podcast. I never really celebrate, per se. I just sort of like find a good spot and be like, all right, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to talk. What do I want to say that's going to get me in trouble today? Well, quite frankly, I don't – well, first of all, I don't care. Sometimes I just say stuff to provoke people. I have to admit the thingy I did about drugs has gotten a little bit – it's gotten like mini viral on Facebook, which is kind of cool. I'm glad people are seeing the content and enjoying it at the end of the day. That's all that really matters. You know, I'm glad my therapy is working out for other people's enjoyment because, uh, you know, if you, can't, if you can't laugh with me, you definitely can at least laugh at me. But um, – I look at 2023. I look at 2023 with such. Now that I've kind of uh, I've worked out my awful opening open mic material in this very very brief podcast, um, that I'm recording with a laptop and a webcam in a fucking bathtub in the middle of May. That's fine. Um, now you're probably wondering how the hell can I set something like this up? It's easy. A laptop, a microphone, and a webcam with a Joby Gorillapod on a chair that I borrowed from the writing desk that I'm not going to use only to pour myself another glass of Remy's. Mm. That being said, moving on, I look at 2023 and I think to myself, there is so much potential for this year. Really. And in, in any category. I don't care if gas goes back up to $5.50, $6 a gallon. It doesn't scare me. I don't care if uh, uh, eggs go back up to like $7, which they already have unless you shop at McKinnon's. In that case, they're still $3.29 for a really good quality egg. It's just that if you shop at other places, I think 
here's the thing is like people they see the first price and they automatically freak out like we, like I go to I go to one place I go to a regular grocery chain where you think the prices would be cheaper and then you look at the prices and you go that's that's five to seven dollars for a dozen eggs like that's ridiculous oh my god how am I gonna survive I should just go home and shoot myself in the head and then you go to another place and you're like oh I get it I forget it's a fucking game like there's one place where eggs is like seven dollars then you go to the other place and it's 329. And then you go to like one town and gas is three fifty a gallon. You go to the next town, it's two ninety five. You know, I mean, I for the first time in, my, in a long time, I'm eating steak without fear, without breaking budget. I feel great. I got a cabinet full of booze. I still have two cars. Yeah, I'm gloating a little bit, but it's like I don't. This didn't cost me much. I didn't have to hustle and grind. I mean, I, did I hustle while well, I worked? I worked. I mean, I didn't literally work myself to death. I didn't work myself to sickness. I'm still in excellent shape for an older male. Older male. I don't even... <laughs> older male. Whatever. Have another drink. Okay. But to me, the prices I'm not scared of. Stocks are getting ready to be purchased at very cheap levels, which is great because eventually you know, they come down to a point. It's like, great, buy low, sell high. You had your opportunity to buy food really cheaply, okay? Do you have any idea? Like, Thanksgiving is the perfect opportunity to buy fucking tons of meat for next to nothing. You could have bought a whole turkey for $7. But you didn't do that, did you? No, you didn't. You just watched the fucking, you know, the news. And like, you know, now people are paying 50% more for holiday meals. Where? <gasps> Where? Where? In California? You had every opportunity in 2020 and in 2021 to move. You did. You had every opportunity to get out of that shithole in California, sell it to some dumbass freaking B-rated movie star for, you know, $750,000 to $1.2 million because the houses there are fucking retardedly overpriced. And then go find another place, whether like a condo in Florida for seventy-five grand, or a little house in by this by New Hampshire's beautiful seacoast for not that much money either. Could have found a place in Maine. You could have worked abroad. You could have you could have moved to Texas. You had every opportunity to do something, to make something of yourself. You chose not to do it. You chose to be afraid. You chose to be a mammy. You did nothing about it. So the joke's on you. So if you just want to watch fear porn all day long. That's fine. I'm going to monopolize on your fear. I'm going to make money and a better life on your fear. That's what I'm going to do. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if we're in peacetime or wartime. There's always going to be dumb people and there's always going to be fearful people. Or, fearful, or dumb fearful people or fearful dumb people. They're always going to be out there. There's nothing you could do about them. There is 10% of that population, which scares 30% of the population. And then there's a part, certain part of the population going, I know these people are going to freak out. I'm going to take advantage of it. Does that make me greedy? Does that make me a hypocrite? You try to warn them. You try to tell them. You just shout from the rooftops. They don't fucking listen because in their head, they think the world is coming down. They think the world is collapsing. They think the, it's just because we are trained because we, at the end of the day, we're animals. We're animals, we're mammals, we're trained to look for danger, we're trained to look for bad. So if we don't have bears hunting us 24-7 in the wilderness, we're going to go turn on the TV to see if we can find something bad to complain about. That's what we do. So whatever everybody else does, I do the opposite. So it's like I, I, look, at, I, I look at stocks, 
okay, I go, I can do this, 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 and this. I look at, I look at real estate. I go, all right, I have my, I have one opportunity to do this right again. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait for that spot. I look at rental prices. I go, okay, here's my options. I look at food prices. I go, all right, let me investigate a little more. I don't just go to the one place, drop $150 and then complain about it on Instagram. That doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't inform you because the person who watches my Instagram saying that I paid $80 for a fucking jar of Alfredo and some tissues. It's like, first of all, I don't know what fucking state you live in. And at number two, I don't know if you're telling the truth. You have to be remember that just because you see it online doesn't mean that it's true. Okay. Doesn't mean that it's true. I went and look. I mean, I saw an Instagram video about one woman who bought whatever a couple bags of groceries and it cost her eighty bucks. I'm like, I'm like, I don't buy it. I don't, I don't buy it because I don't buy what she's saying. There's a lot of stuff that's just getting shared out there and it's bullshit. So I look at all this fear and it's like I can't, I can't help, I can't help you. Well. I can help some of you just by being honest and researching and doing some things um, and by being and being free with my speech and just having fun at the end of the day. Because to me, the same fears that were ha that the same fears that are out there today were the same fears that were out there five years ago. And those fears are the same as they were 10 years ago. The brink of war, the brink of financial collapse, the brink of this, the brink of that. It's like, yeah. It revolves every 10 years. Oh, the stock market's going to crash. The stock market crashes every 10 fucking years. You don't realize that, don't you? The stock market crashed in 1987. The stock market crashed again in 2001 with the, with the freaking uh, dot-com bubble. Stock market crashed again in 2010. Stock market crashed again in 2018. And then COVID crashed again, mini crash, an opportunity to make a lot of money, in 2020. And now it's bleeding again. Here's another opportunity. So it's actually speeding up the amount of crashes which was predicted by a certain youtuber i don't know who it was the amount of crashes are speeding up which means there's plenty of um, there's plenty of there's even more opportunities and more avenues of purchase for you guys to make money if you're just smart enough and follow patterns at the end of the day you don't worry about money you just look how you can obtain it Money has no emotion. You buy low, you sell high. You want to live somewhere? It's like, oh my God, I don't want to spend a half a million dollars to go live there. Well, do you want to live there for the rest of your life? Well, yeah, actually, I kind of do. Well, fucking pony up. To me, if you want to live somewhere for the rest of your life, a half a million dollars is actually a pretty good investment because you're going to spend the next 40 to 50 years of your miserable existence, hopefully not miserable, at that location. Do you want that car for the rest of your life? Yeah, but I got to spend five grand on the overhaul. It's like, well, do you want to have that car for the rest of your life? That sweet muscle car? Yeah, well, guess what? Fucking pony up the dough. Because I got that news for you. New cars ain't that great. They ain't that reliable either. And they're fucking expensive. So, in my opinion, if you're investing on in older style stuff, or if you're looking to spend the rest of your life somewhere a long term, you're going to pay a premium for a place that you really want to live in or a thing that you really want to drive or a thing that you really want to drink or, or an idea you really want to pursue or a person you really want to be with. It's like, I want to be with this person, but I don't want to spend a whole lot of money. That just seems too expensive. Do you know how many fucking expensive women are? Jesus fucking Christ. It's like, invest in everything that you do. It's going to cost a premium. If it's really worth it, it's going to cost you not just in money, but in time and effort and love and, and you know, grease. It's mm, grease and anything that you do. So 
just no reason to complain. There isn't. There's no reason to complain. There's no reason to be scared. We haven't identified that asteroid that's going to fucking kill us all yet. Or at least we haven't, we haven't been told about it. Then again, what are we going to do about it? The nuclear missiles from Russia have not launched yet. Okay? We know that inflation is a thing. We know that there's supply chain shortages. We know that certain corporations jack up their prices and then blame it on inflation or they blame it on Putin or they blame it on our government or, or whatever. We know this. We know this. So take advantage of the opportunities. Don't buy the bullshit. This is a great year to change your life and do a ton of things that you want to do. This is a great year to invest. This is a great way, a great year to take stock of what you have, pay down your debt, figure out what you're going to do in the next five to 10 years. This is the great, this is such a opportunity to really change your life. There's so many opportunities to do things and make money and travel and blah, 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 blah. You don't have to sacrifice anything other than your time. You really don't. It's, I look, I'm constantly just like, my eyes are scattered all over the place as far as cool things that are coming about, cool things to read about, cool things to learn, cool things to watch, cool things to do. And I haven't been on a plane since February of 2021. Now, how much did I pay for that? Nothing. It was an opportunity that was presented to me. I took advantage of it and I had a blast and I discovered a beautiful, absolute, discovered a beautiful, absolutely beautiful city. That is my plan B or my getaway. I discovered a beautiful city on somebody else's dime where I'm like, this is an absolutely amazing city. I love everything about it. I had a great time. You take advantage of these opportunities, opportunities that present to you because you're not afraid. This is not the year to be afraid. It's never a good time to really, truly be afraid. Unless you're James O'Keefe. I mean, I get it. I get why he'd be afraid because they probably, I'm sure there's some people in the media or in the government that probably want him dead. But that guy is taking advantage, that guy especially, is taking advantage of opportunities to change media because he's not, he maybe is scared, but he's not too scared to stand up for what's right. There's a lot of good people that are out there fighting for your ideals and what you believe in, and they're taking some of the fear that you think about on a daily basis, and they're handling it for you so that you can focus on taking advantage of this year to make your day better. I'm not a one percenter. I'm not meet Kevin Paffrath. I don't have a multi-million dollar real estate firm. I don't have 33 Bugattis. I don't have all this stuff. I just have an existence that I wish to provide for myself and for the people I care about around me. I wish, I just wish to have a good life, a simple life. And I work hard to achieve it. I love my, I love my clients. I love the smile on my face or the thank yous that they give me. I really do. I enjoy these little moments, these little bits of peace and quiet. I enjoy the fact that my freaking, my, my best boy right now is laying on a, a, a giant king size bed that he didn't have to pay for, that I didn't have to pay for. I love that he's able to do this. He's able to relax and feel like he's safe. I love that he every night he goes to sleep on my chest knowing that everything is going to be okay, that he doesn't have anything to worry about, that I'm always going to take care of him. There's always going to be food in his bowl, delicious food, not just some dry garbage, that he's always going to get his walks, that he's always going to get love, that he's always going to get new people, he's always going to get to go on adventures. And it's never a burden to do it. And how much does this cost me at the end of the day? What, really? 
I remember when Adam Carolla, he said his New, Year res- New Year's resolution was for everybody else to get their shit together. Well, you know what? It is. Now is the time for you to get your shit together. Because I'm working really hard. I wake up at 5 a.m. I get after my life every single day. I tough it out to the weekends. And on the weekends, I do breathe a little bit. I do breathe a little bit. Maybe I go a little materialistic on the weekends. I feel it's well-deserved. But I am always planning and I'm always thinking of what I can do. I have this conversation with myself every single day. It's like, what can I do now to make my life better? It's not what should I be afraid of and avoid. It's what can I do now? I have survived COVID, the COVID pandemic, which was essentially the people pandemic. I survived that. I I survived living in a garbage city for fucking 13 years. I survived living in working in healthcare for 15 years. I survived healthcare mandates, which would have put me out of a job and taken my clients away from me and taken my living opportunities away from me. I survived all that. I managed to make it down to New Hampshire seacoast. I managed to cement my place down here. I managed all that just because I kept pushing forward and I kept working hard and I kept taking advantage of opportunities that presented to me. And then there's these little moments, these little moments of sunshine where I could sit here in front of a a fucking eight-year-old laptop and a stupid webcam attached to a chair staring at me in a bathtub and just be like, this is fucking awesome. I cannot wait for the next moment in my life. I cannot wait for, uh, I don't know what is to come next. But here's the thing is I'm not going to wait for it. I know what's going to come to me. I know it's going to be something that's going to be... Great, because obviously when you, Jordan Peterson said it best, Dr. Jordan Peterson, okay, doctor, no matter what the Canadian government says, he says, when you do something good or when something good comes to you or when opportunities present themselves, it's never singular. It always is an accumulation. It always multiplies greatly. When good things happen to you, it's it's in multiples. Because one good opportunity presents another good opportunity, presents another good opportunity. And then you just, it's like a fucking, it's like a, a, a chain reaction, a domino effect of good things coming your way. And you have to roll with it. You have to like be like, I am doing this. And then da, 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 and I was like, okay, I got to get up earlier, but this is going to be a good idea. And then I'm going to go do this. And it's like, you just run with it. And the next thing you know, you're in this position, like how the fuck did I get here? How am I so lucky to be in this position where I don't have to worry as much about any worries much anymore about all this other stuff that's ha- that happened to me literally just a few months ago. Literally just a few minutes ago. Literally just a few years ago. I remember one year ago I was doing this. I was I was stuck here. I was struggling to do this. And it's like one year later and it's like, oh man. Fuck, this is awesome. I'm not sitting there screaming at myself, screaming at the top of my lungs behind a work at home desk, screaming at the top of my lungs inside my car for God knows what unnecessary reason. And now I'm sitting here. Like, what can I, what is this year going to be like? What can I do to make it better? What spreadsheet can I lay out? What, what can I do? How can I take my weaknesses and improve upon them? How can I make myself better physically, emotionally, financially? It's like, it's all there. Inflation isn't going to take that away. It isn't. You know, it's not going to happen. You just have to be smart and be educated and be calculated with your efforts. You'll know if you're doing something wrong. If you just go into work every day or you go into a relationship every day and it's like you're, you, 
hate it, you're not putting in effort, you've quite quit, whether it be in a relationship or with your job or with your family or with your life in general or with your body or with your bank account, if you've checked out in, in any of these categories, it's time for a change, either to get rid of it or to improve it. Because when people see that you're really interested in the thing that you do or they see that you work hard, whether it be how you dress or, or how hard you work out or what your goals are, when people understand, they're only going to do one of two things. They're either going to, well, most, a lot of, some people will talk shit, but those people don't matter. They're not going to do anything. Talking shit about another person because you are jealous of how they live their life, they're not, that's not, that's not, that's not considered doing anything about it. They're not doing anything about it. They can't hurt you. You can think they're hurting you, but they're not. They can either not do anything at all, or they can offer their support. And that's it. But this is a great year to not worry about any of that bullshit. This is a year to shrink your commute, to plan for that place that you want to be, but to plan for that health goal, just to get started. This is the best year to not turn your to, to turn your life around. It is. It's this is it is. This is awesome. Is there going to be some hurdles? Yeah, this is a hard thing to do is to change your fucking life. But if you've got that marriage that's on the rocks, you can change it. You can make it better. You really can. You really can. If your finances, if you've got a few grand in debt, now's a great year to get rid of that. Flatten that debt out. If you live in an apartment, you're trying to live in an apartment, fucking figure it out. There's plenty of avenues for you to figure it out. If you think that it's a place that you're shopping at or the place that you're eating out at is too expensive, there's options there. Oh my God, I'm spending $5 on coffee every single day. Fucking make your own, bro. Make your own. Coffee's better at home. Food's better at home. The effort, the, it always tastes and feel better, feels better when you're doing it yourself. Always put in your best effort. You never just roll into work or roll into... You, you don't roll into life in sweatpants. It doesn't work like that. People see you and they just write you off. It's like that person not putting in any effort. They wear the same goddamn shoes every day. They wear the same stupid pants every day. And if your work ethic, if your work ethic matches your sweatpants, you're fucked. You're fucked. Because eventually you could be doing one thing really hard, but the other thing really lazily, and you'll eventually break down. And then all those things that you work towards. They'll be your resources and your time will be consumed differently and you won't be able to achieve that dream of yours. This is why I, I, I do so many damn things that I'm trying to accomplish. You know, I started a third channel for fun. Now it's got over 220 subscribers. I've got like, you know, thousands of views on like over 10 of my videos. I do this thing part time. But I try, I, I do do it and I respond to people and I leave likes and stuff like that. And I have fun with it. These people deserve that because they see my reaction. They go, you really like this shit, don't you? And I go, yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm trying to develop the best playlist for, for freaking lifting weights at the gym. This is for you guys. Make this playlist for yourself and go rock the fuck out. It's these little things, man. I'm telling you, I'm not rich. I'm not but God damn it, sometimes I really do feel like it. So to close this out, I, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about earlier. I mean, I should probably pour myself another drink. Oh, I still got one more to go. Um, I'm telling you, 2023 is not a year to be afraid. Okay? The things, you should be, the things you should be afraid of, you don't even know that you should be afraid of them. Fear controls. 
Fear consumes. Fear distracts. You have to stop being afraid. You got to know that. You got to go out there and take chances and uh, plan for your future as if you're going to have one. And don't worry about what people say to you. Don't worry about what your first of all. Don't worry about what your family says. Don't worry about that shit. Your family, you know it, has their own fucking problems. Go do what you want to do. Go make an effort into something that you think is going to fulfill you and make your life better. Because if your life becomes better, the people around you instantly become better. That's just how it is. Your environment improves with you getting your shit together. And me being a happier person just by chilling out in this fucking pool of warmth with a glass, Chase's life is better too because he's resting comfortably. He knows that I'm happy. He knows that I, it, there's good vibes here. He's going to feel that. He's going to respond to it. He's going to sleep better because of it. And because of that, whenever he, other people greet him, he greets them in warmth and in excitement and a wagging tail. And it makes their day better. And then that thing, because of his waggy tail and his curiosity, that gets moved forward to somebody who's fixing the ice machine or a passerby. What kind of dog is that? Oh, he's so handsome. He's such a good boy. He's so well behaved. And then that moves on and people ask questions. They look up what a plot hound is or they think about getting a rescue or they think about, you know, how great he is or how nice you are to him. And that happiness extends beyond what you're doing. All because of an idiot chilling out drinking cheap cognac and a fucking in a, in a jacuzzi. <laughs> but at the end of the day, chilling out in this jacuzzi, I made time for you goons. I made time for all you on the RSS feed. Don't know what we accomplished here. I don't even know what I fucking talk about. I don't care because I'm going to post this anyways. I don't got a fucking script. I'm just happy to be in a hot tub in fucking southern Maine, chilling out and having a great evening. And in the morning, I'll have some breakfast and I'll take Chase to the doggy park and maybe I'll go get some hair gel and go on with my day. And that's, this is going to be a good weekend, just like last weekend, just like the weekend before, and just like the weekend before then. Why? Because I put in the effort. And this is going to be a great year. And if you have any questions or concerns, hit me up. Through my website, uh, at the contact page, positivesarcasm.com, click on the contact, or you can just email me directly, positivesarcasm at outlook.com. If you have questions about the products I push, like for example, Magic Mind, you can go to magicmind.co for more information. You can, if you want to get into the stock market, click on the link below with the Weeble app. You'll get free stocks, free stocks that get you started. Free stocks. And then you can get, you know, monthly dividend paying stocks and then it'll make you a little bit of money and you can start to invest in it. And it's a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there. And next thing you know, you got a little pile of cash just building up there. You just got to stick with it. It's going to be awesome. So you can do that. If you have questions about bodybuilding, posing music, you can hit me up there. Thank you to my clients who have stuck with me for all these years and all the new groups of clients that I'm collecting that want music from me. Happy to help. I love it. I love responding to you guys. Questions, concerns, comments in general, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. If you want to find the podcast, it's a, I basically I also post the link to Substack, which has helped me greatly, but I'm available on all audio channels anywhere where podcasts are available. And if you want to watch the podcast, if you want to watch me in a hot tub, you can go ahead and find me on Rumble at Positive Sarcasm or Facebook.com slash POS Sarcasm. You can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm if you want to check out clips 
and all things PS. And then, of course, you can find me on Facebook if you're an old person. But until then, I got a glass to drink. I got a night to get ready for. I want to thank you guys for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll talk to you all back at the Spare Parts Studio. Thank you very much. Recorded here from the Harborcrest Inn in York Beach, Maine. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation.